Hello, and thanks so much for joining me for the Purpose Fill Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Minnie Marie. On our show, we talk about family, lifestyle, helpful tips, wellness, and so much more. On today's show, that's right, we're going to dive right in into debunking, that's right, some common myths and stereotypes associated with motherhood. So I don't know about you, but I have been a part of some of those myths and stereotypes, maybe some of you as well. So we're going to talk about stay-at-home moms, working moms, single moms, married moms, stepmoms, and everybody else in between, okay? So I cannot wait to connect with you as we dive right into this episode. So as I always say, let's dive right into today's episode. So I don't want to play Whitney Houston's I'm Every Woman, and I surely will not bore your ears or even hurt them by singing it. But when it comes to motherhood and stereotypes, oh my gosh, we have a lot of little subgroups and a few of them I have been a part of. And even myself had some of those reservations and hesitations when it came down to when I was a part of those little groups or those life experiences as a mother. In addition to that, when I met some other women, a part of those particular subgroups, I will say this. Once you are a part or you really get to know someone beyond the surface, you see that all of the myths and stereotypes that we've had regarding motherhood, when I call our subgroups, this is what I'm saying, when it, when it comes down to stay-at-home moms, working moms, single moms, married moms, stepmoms, and all that in between, we realize that, man, every experience is so different. Everything is so diverse And you really can't throw us all in a box. And that's what I so love about motherhood. And that also helps you out when it comes down to that comparison that we kind of do, where we put ourselves within those stereotypes or what we think of others who are a part of those particular experiences in that now part of their motherhood, because you may be a stay at home mom now. And then a few years later, you may go right back to work. So that's why it's no real box that you can put a family in, your family in, your children in, or even your motherhood experience. That's why I say motherhood and parenting is a journey because, hey, you never know what you're going to go through and let's enjoy the ride. So the first one I want to debunk is the stay at home mom. Oh, wow. And I do believe there are some cultural references when it comes down to stay at home mom and the diversity of that and the expectations. And some of you all know exactly what I mean when it comes down to that. And I do feel when it comes down to those of us who are minorities, particularly in the African-American community, there was a stereotype and still is a stereotype associated with stay-at-home moms. For myself, I can definitely say when I made the decision to stay at home with my twins, it was like with my family who always went to work, all the women worked. It was like, what you mean you staying at home? What you going to do? So, okay, I'll tell you briefly about my stay-at-home experience. So, I gave birth at 24 weeks to twin preemie babies. I actually went in the hospital at 20 weeks. So I stayed in the hospital for four weeks and gave birth to these precious little babies, one pound, six, one pound, seven. And oh my gosh, my life has never been the same ever since. If you know me, you know a little bit about the story. However, when it came down to that support within my family with staying at home, it was like they thought I was actually going to just stay at home, watch soap operas, which I do not like soap operas, and eat bonbons. And what were you going to do as an educated woman staying at home? Literally, I saw my babies fighting for their lives in the NICU, and it was, when are you going back to work? That pressure. 
because within our community, I mean, since slavery, it was like, you, you knew we have always balanced how to work and tend to everyone else. And our children kind of got those scraps, you know, they may have gotten a hug. They may get that 10 minutes at the end of the day. And I'm talking about literally from the beginning, since we got here to America, honestly. And when you do stay at home and this may be something that's going to be debatable. Hey, you can throw it in there. I don't mind a little disagreement, but if you were a military mom and you had a spouse overseas or something like that, I think you got a little lead way and not much. I say that not much if you were, you know, to, and I, I just saw it for myself, it, you know, as far as being like a person of color, it was like, what do you mean? You staying at home? You're not doing anything. You're not going to, you're not going to school. You're not working from home. You're not doing anything. So one of the myths I want to debunk is when it comes down to stay at home moms, please do not think just because someone stays at home that they are not educated. Sometimes it's because you are really doing the best for your family, for your children within that particular season, similar to what I did with taking care of my babies. And during that time, I actually homeschooled and I'm glad I did. I take nothing from that. Or it's just, hey, what's wrong with being a mom? Like, what's, like I, I don't get it. Like, what's wrong with saying, hey, I just want to stay at home and be a mom. And I have met some moms that strategically handle this stay-at-home mom thing that will put some executives to, I mean, to the floor. You're like, wow. I mean, they run this thing strategic. I was never one of those moms. I'm going to put that out there. I was definitely, <laughs> I was one of those moms. Just, I don't want to say winging it, but I was doing the best I can, the best I could at the time. But I've met some of those moms. I was like, okay, wow. They're doing crafts. They're cooking. Every meal looks like it needs to be on Iron Chef America or the Food Network and all of that. And the, the, all these elaborate parties they could plan with beautiful themes. Yeah. So was not that mom. And one of the misconceptions is that you don't have anything to do. That's the story. If you stay at home, there is a lot to do. Um, soon as you put your children, um, to school, if you have school age children, or if you have babies, soon as you tend to all of their needs on top of the household responsibilities, and if you're at home, more than likely, you're probably also managing a lot of things when it comes down to the family budget, not just with meal planning, but also bills, insurance matters, home repairs. That's a full-time job. So the myth, and there are some moms who have the luxury to just stay at home. Not many I know within the middle class or working class, <laughs> you know, they may not have that option, but for the most part, you know, it may be a few, you know, that can live, I say, live, live in my best life and they can just, you know, stay at home and have someone like a nanny take care of the children and they just look fabulous and go tanning and, and that. But most of us still had a lot of responsibility that we had to do. And we also had skills. We, we you know, there are so many stay at home moms that have, I mean, skills again, that could put an executive to shame. You hear me? So the myth of you just sitting home eating bonbons, that needs to go out the door. The myth that everybody is striving to be. And you see these people on Instagram and YouTube clean with me. <laughs> I have nothing against that, but they have the time to do that because they're trying to show you this is what I do. This is a job. <laughs> this is a job. I would love to do a clean with me episode. However, if you saw clean with me with Minnie Marie, I promise you it would be a hot mess it will be a, the struggle is real. Like, oh my gosh, here is me folding five baskets. Clean with me. Here is me trying to unstop the toilet. Don't look inside the toilet. Just clean with me. 
<laughs> but I love those moms too. Whatever, whatever you decide to do, if you're a stay-at-home mom, please don't second guess what you're doing. Take care of yourself. Take care of your babies. I always say take care of yourself first because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care, take care of your babies. And put pride in what you do. I don't care if you're staying at home or a working mom. Make sure that you know that you're not even working for man or even just for your children. I, I believe in everything that you do, that you do it as if you're working from from above, you know. So kudos to you. And I hope that debunked some common myths when it came down to stay-at-home moms because they are skillful beautiful, hardworking women like everyone else. So let's talk about the working mom. So one of the common things when it comes down to working moms is that we're grumpy because <laughs> now I'm a working mom. I still wouldn't say I was a stay-at-home mom all the way at that time. I briefly, because I say I knew I was going to do something, I was homeschooling and then bam, this thing I knew I ended up having a co-op and I think it had to be about 12 families or so. Then we were blessed with a building at a church and we it was almost like a little school, you know, then from there I got hired and worked. I've worked in every aspect when it comes down to youth, uh, a youth detention center. Then I was like, okay, whoa, that's not for me. <laughs> Love youth really had nothing to do with the kids. It really didn't. So it sometimes it's just the structure of a place. It's almost set up to fail. But from there I realized, okay, this wasn't my season to go back to work. I stayed at home was very active within my my twins um half day program I was a parent representative there sometimes I would conduct classes parent resource classes and represent the school not just within our local area but also when we had different uh workshops and conventions across Georgia and then soon as my twins went to public school I was offered, I worked at a private school and then I went to public school. So then I went into the public sector. So, yeah. So when it comes down to being a working mom, I've been a working mom pretty much since I started becoming a mom. So my oldest is now 14. So one of the common myths when it comes down to working moms is that we don't spend time with our children. Our home has to be a mess or if it's not a mess, it's, it's just beautifully uh, always put together because we're never home. We're not spending time with our children and that we don't take the time for the little things and those precious moments. And that's far from the truth. That's far from the truth. There are so many working moms that are sitting right there on the soccer field with the other stay with the stay at home moms too. <laughs> and they're sitting there watching their kid play. They may have some other things going on in their mind. No different than when I stayed at home and I had things on my mind there too. All of us as mom has things on our mind from what we're cooking to dinner for what's going on with our spouse or our significant other, if we have one, but just life in general. But they're sitting right there on the side of the court. They're just as involved. So when you have a program, I've been working again, working in performing arts and fine arts for years. So when I had programs for the for children, for young people, for students, youth, whatever, there were always parents there from every spectrum. So to think that because someone is a working mom that they neglect their children within spending that time that is far from the truth they are just as invested as someone who stays at home two we still have to cook every now and then i won't lie to you when you are a working mom you do get tired and you see that that flashing light of whatever fast food <laughs> restaurant is on the road or you think about ordering in and i do take advantage of those moments but at the same time i took those um, opportunities when I stayed at home sometimes. Um, but 
we still cook. We still have to clean right now and talking to you all. I'm looking like, okay, looking at a load, like, okay, it's time to fold. You know, I talk about laundry all the time because that's my pet peeve, but long story short, they are still invested in their children. They are still invested again in their loved one and significant other, just the balancing act, which we all as mothers have, is just a different site. It's, it's a different juggle. Now, when it comes down to the stay at home mom and the working mom, sometimes it's like this combativeness or secret competition that people think that is going on. And maybe with some moms, maybe indiv- individually within their personality, it is. But for most of us, we're just trying to stay in our lane and do the best we can. So please know that working moms are, again, just as invested. You can build a business, build a business and still have babies. You can. So it's not like you are just you're you're breastfeeding and you are trying to have a <laughs> a, a corporate meeting at the same time but some moms may have to do that I don't know but there are moms like me we had to pump we had to pump and bring the milk so there's no lack of investment or lack of love lack of story time when I get off of work despite being with I don't know how many children I serve in a day maybe 300 or so different kids I still have to come back home and read a story to my children and still do homework with my children. I do have to take advantage of other opportunities such as after school care because of my work schedule. And I do get some assistance with like the boys and girls club, or maybe you have prime time if you have the family Y. but still just because you have someone that's a homework helper, that doesn't take away from the responsibility as a parent of you being your child's first teacher and going over the work and again, having to go to the the special ceremonies and hops and parties, I have to do it just the same or we have to as working moms. So I hope that myth has been debunked. We are just as invested. Single moms. Okay, so I'm a part of the single mom club and um, I'm not saying I'm like Woo-hoo, wearing a t-shirt about it. You know, it's just part of my life right now. So within this season and being a single mom again, there are a lot of adjustments that I have to make. And there are some stereotypes when it comes down to single moms. And I won't lie to you, it is hard. It's very, very hard. And being being married from ten for ten years and then going into the single mom status again. And I'm, you know, I'm just being transparent. This is, you know, second marriage. It's it it is hard. There's there's sometimes you feel shamed about it. Um, that'd be a whole nother episode to talk about. But one of the things I can say particular when you're a single mom, each one of us have a different level of a support system. There are some single moms that still have their parents, their parents actively involved in their life or the lives of their children or child, almost like an extension of the of their village of parenting their children. And there are some who, again, they're now single and they've pretty much owned their own. They have no help or support from their family, be it from distance or sometimes financial situation. Maybe mom would help, but she can't, you know, talking about the mother's mom, the grandmother and the dad's side of the family, the ex side of the family just decided, look, Oh, y'all not married anymore. Don't know you. And it just cut you completely, completely off. All right. So I can definitely relate to that particular situation and understanding. So when you don't have the 
support system as everyone else, it does change its things. So some of the myths is that we're bitter and not all single parents are bitter. That's so not true. Not all single moms are bitter. And I think a lot of times when we are the married mom or, you know, we're, we're booed up. We've, we've been married for 21 years or 31 years and there's nothing wrong with that. Trust me, there's not. And I, I'm so happy for you. Completely not against that. I'm happy for you. I hope you be married for 63 years, or 100, and we just celebrate you and everything goes great. But for those of us who don't have that, the misconception of thinking that you're bitter is far from the truth. Sometimes, even though it hurt to be divorced, to go through that process, I'd rather be in a situation or see a woman in a situation where her children, one, she's safe. I don't believe in you should stay in a relationship if you know that the person is physically abusive to you or your children. So just to stay connected, just to stay connected, that's far from a healthy situation. And I don't feel that a mother has to be bitter because she decided to remove herself from that situation. Or if the father decided, hey, this is not what I want. Maybe they're having a, mid, a middle life crisis and they just want to go. Who knows when I go into details about it because, you know, that's going to erupt some feelings. But if. If that happens and the father decides to go or she even she starts decided to leave because the situation wasn't the best for her and her children. If she made that decision, I doubt she's harboring that bitterness. So the misperception of thinking that all single moms is bitter are bitter needs to stop. Also, don't think that all single moms, because of their action, if they have to go through court, that they're a bad person and they're mean and they're horrible. You never know what goes on behind the scenes within someone's life or marriage. So that's why it's always great to stay away or relationship. But I think when you are the family member or the relative of the person that's no longer, you know, with the other person, because it tends what it tends to happen when there is separation of divorce and there's a single parent, people choose sides, unfortunately, and someone has to be the bad guy. And if a mother puts the child on, puts the father on child support, oh my gosh, she has to be horrible. Why does she let the courts get involved? How could you do this? He was providing for their children. Sometimes it's not all about what you think, because if a mother was married to a husband and he barely paid the bills and they were off and on when they were together, and then now this partner is no longer, or this husband is no longer there. If he didn't take care of the bills and the responsibilities when he was involved within the home. What do you think is going to happen eventually in knowing that he's not even tied to a ring? He's not because he didn't take care of the children when he had them. So if a mother decides to do what's best for her children and go through the court in which that is for is the court has nothing to do with, with the mother, but in taking care of those children to make sure that those children have the bare minimum or of the same level of what they had when they were married, that is a giving and that is deserving. So it's best to kind of not stay out of that and make assumptions. Oh, she has to be the bad guy. If she went to child support, sometimes you have to. And even then that still may make somebody run away and not take care of their responsibility responsibilities. And that's regardless of any position, educational status or what there are so many women that go through certain things like that another common myth with single moms is that they take on a victim status not true not true there are various reasons why a relationship may have ended and that doesn't mean that a single mom takes on the martyrship of the victimhood personality 
Simply put, most single moms are just trying to take care of their children the best way they can. And more than likely, they're trying to do whatever they can with it when it comes down to working better better themselves with pursuing higher education or whatever they need to do. I think we stereotype people because we think of whatever has been told to us. Not I don't want to throw the media in there, but just within what we think within stereotypes of just daily uh, what's out there. The stereotypes are you got to be staying at home eating bonbons to stay at home mom. Or the working mom who just drops kids off daycare and don't care. Or the single mom who she has to have government assistance and all these different things for her to be a single mom. And that's not true because, again, you could be a single mom. You could be a single mom and be a millionaire just as much as you can be a single mom staying in government housing. Or you can be a single mom simply being a working mom, a teacher, (laughs) or anyone else like that just trying to get by. So, We got to definitely debunk some of those associations and assumptions when it comes down to single parenting. All right. The married mom. (laughs) I think when married moms, the stereotype is that everything is always roses and everything is just happy because you're married. It shouldn't be a problem. And there are some married moms who are fortunate enough to have a partner, a life partner, just to join with them with their children and their responsibilities are equally shared. The investment in time when it comes down to medical attention and care and love, dinner, household chores, equal, 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 equal. And kudos to those couples. Happy for you. You go girl, you go husband, if I can say that. And may you guys just Continue to set that foundation for your children and being silent role models for the generations to come after you. And there are some women who are married, but they may be like, again, sadly, married single moms. Yeah, they have a ring, but they hold they hold a lot of responsibilities. I know there are those who are the they're married, but the woman maybe work out. She works outside of the home and due to trusting her husband's passion and interest or maybe he has a disability he's the stay-at-home dad so it's not the misconception or what we think is the norm of the dad or the husband working outside of the home being the provider sometimes it's the mother there's so many different things going on but when it comes down to the married single mom I call it (laughs) That's a topic within itself. There are so many articles on that. And some people really do not like that title. How can you be married to be a single mom? Don't don't claim it. But you don't know. But that's pretty much someone who, again, again, if I can say this, the roles have reversed due to an agreement they had when they got married due to a situation such as layoff or just disability. You never know why one person may have to carry majority of the weight and not just being a provider, but... ETC. So just because someone married, let's debunk, doesn't mean that everything is easy and roses under the sun. And if it is roses under the sun, celebrate it and be happy for people. Be happy for couples. I love to see happy couples. All right. Stepmom. Da, 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 da. So, you know, Cinderella messed us all up when it came down to this. It was the evil stepmom and the evil stepsisters. And everyone from that time on or even prior to that just thinks when they think of stepmom or the new term is bonus mom that has to, you know, there has to be some kind of tension or a bad relationship. 
I was a stepmom or bonus mom. I think I was about 22. Yeah, I married young. I'm telling you my secret. Yeah. So I married young. And at that time, my stepchildren were five and two. And I think they were about eight. I can't think of it when everything changed, but I just say this telling you too much tea, but I will say this. Yeah. I was a stepmom young and I love my stepchildren. I loved them. I loved them to death. Um, love them to death, love them to death. And, um, I'll have to talk about that a little bit more in another episode in relation to that, but we were very close, very close. And when I say in past tense, it's just, it's just life, you know, it, it has to be they're, they're grown. So it has to be like an involvement where everybody stays connected. But during that time, I learned a lot about myself and I was a young stepmom. So I learned a lot about myself within that because I was still trying to finish school and I was working, but I would enjoy our times together. And my son has a stepmom and he's never told me anything bad about her at all, at all. So not every situation is dramatic and chaotic and evil. Whatever rules they set at their house, my ex and his um, his wife regarding my son, I have to show that I'm a united front within this and following suit. I do not believe that all stepmoms and bonus stepmoms, bonus moms, whatever you want to say, and bio moms have to be best friends and going out to lunch together. I don't, but I do believe there needs to be a mutual respect. And there are some bonus moms who are, when I say they're, they're there to the fullest. They are right there at every game, every pickup. And I'm, and honestly, um, I, I really appreciate that when it comes down to my son's stepmother, because if you follow me, you know, I wrote a blog about the non-custodial mom, the decision of having my son, once he became about 11, his dad and I made the decision that, hey, he wanted to take a more active role within his life. During the weekdays, he goes to school there. And on the weekends, he's here with me. And there is about an hour difference or so. So a lot of responsibilities fall on them, just like it was when he was with me after we divorced for about 10 years. So it's just the roles reversed. And I definitely appreciate it. Again, he's never said anything bad. He's shared with me different activities they've they've done together. I'm blessed that my son and I are still close. And he also has an additional, and I, I can call her a bonus mom. I, can, I can't take that away. There is an interview I did with, a, um, with an author, Elizabeth, and it was kicking the step out of mom. And I can honestly say in that situation where regardless if, of our rapport of being ace boom coons or I don't, I don't expect that. I just, just be cordial and respectful. No drama. I can honestly say she's a bonus mom. And I can honestly say when I was a stepmom that there was no ill will or intentions or issues when it came down to my, to my children. It's my bonus children at the time. So I don't want to say step. All right. So when we go into all the different sub categories of motherhood we can talk about foster moms um all foster moms are not in it for the money some really care about these children and want to give a home a warm loving home to their children they're not sitting up here like i'm finna finna be rich and get me a couple of kids <laughs> there are some out there like that for everything you know we can rationalize it there is always that one person or that group of people that mess it up for everybody else where we kind of get thrown in on that 
but no, it's not like that. Um, I think I said foster moms. I don't know what else. Foster moms, adoptive moms, you know, they're just as loving as if those children came from their womb. No difference. No difference. I have met some wonderful women and I've had some women a part of my life in different seasons who were adoptive moms or foster moms. And they love those children like they came again, not out the womb, but out of their heart. And sometimes that's even deeper. So I hope we debunk some of these common myths that we think. And again, I'm promise I promise you I would not sing I'm every woman. I want to. I'm so tempted. I want I I'm see it almost came out, but I didn't do it. But <laughs> but let's debunk some of these myths with the understanding that again, everyone within motherhood is taking it day by day. Despite what you see on someone's social media uh pictures, it can be glossy and fabulous and have the perfect light and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes with that. And it doesn't have to mean that something is horribly wrong with going on behind the scenes. It could just simply be, hey, I'm just taking it day by day just like you, but do you like this light? Because it's fabulous. <laughs> One day, I promise you, I'm going to do a clean with me episode. Trust me, the music will not be, <laughs> it won't be the usual. That will be the littest clean with me you've ever seen or heard of. It's like, ah, ah, clean with me. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so let's go. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Thanks so much for joining me for the Purpose Spill Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. On today's episode, debunking motherhood myths and stereotypes. So if you found yourself in one of those stereotypes, I hope I touched not a nerve, but your heart and you were like, you know what? Hey, thank you for that. I hope you got it because I know I had to debunk a couple of myths about myself. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also be a sponsor and you can like, subscribe and follow. You can also check me out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I promise you I'm going to put out some more YouTube videos, all right? So don't forget to share this video as well. So you know what I'm going to say? It's all in the family. Until next time.